Chaos and Christ Podcast. Chaos and Christ Podcast. We honor Christ. Lift heavy weights, act like men, and resist tyranny. And now your host, Alexi Felix. What's going on? What's going on? I hope that you guys are doing well this Lord's Day. Today is Sunday, the day of this recording and the publishing. I I, I plan to kind of you know schedule these out a little bit more ahead of time, but things have just been coming up. And really, I just wanted to get this out and share with you my seven-day detox from social media and TV. And uh, it, it w- I have a lot to say. I've condensed it down to my notes so that way I can get to it as best as I possibly can. And uh, hopefully this gives you an insight of what I got out of it, how you can possibly do this for yourself potentially. And I hope that it just it blesses you in a way that just, again, points you to Christ. So my seven-day detox from social media and TV was a successful experience in my opinion. It, did, it helped me to focus on other things and not be constantly distracted by my phone or the TV. So I work from home. I do everything from home. It's so easy for me to simply get on my phone, be on social media, especially when I'm working, or be on the TV right after work where I just want to watch a good show because I really you know, I give it all, quote unquote, and I laid it all, all down. Now, I did this initially because I saw a video on YouTube and I saw this guy do this and he claims all these things that happened to him. And I thought that was intriguing for me because for a while I was feeling like I was just way too sucked in to social media, constantly checking it, like literally constantly checking it. My my hand will constantly reach for my phone in my pocket as if something there was waiting for me. And I know that it wasn't. But I just felt like I needed to. It was like a addiction. And it, it wouldn't stop. And my head was constantly looking down. I would want to start cooking. And, and I would look down first and realize 20 minutes just passed by, 30 minutes passed by. And I've been scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's, it was insane. And then it got to me a little bit worse when I would see from the corner of my eye my daughter playing with toys but looking my way constantly looking for validation, looking to see if I was paying attention to her. And on my peripheral vision, I could see it, but I was still glued to my freaking phone and I couldn't pull away, couldn't peel from it. And I started to see that this is just becoming a bad habit. And not just that, but then while I'm working and I work from home, as I mentioned, there's just a lot of things that I wasn't getting done fast or at my level or standard because I was just too busy getting distracted by a political news piece I saw on Instagram, something like that. And I just felt the need to have to look into it, get upset about it, maybe write a comment, give me my two cents or share it on my story or seeing if my reel popped off or comparing myself with another podcaster or another fitness person like it was getting out of control. And this video inspired me so much that it didn't take long for me to decide to do the same thing. I literally saw it, thought about it for about 20 minutes and said, this is what I'm going to do starting Sunday. And then that Sunday came around and I deactivated all my accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, everything. I took WhatsApp off. 
I took off YouTube. I wasn't even watching YouTube channels. The only thing that I was allowing myself to do was to listen to podcasts that were educational, that that had to do with the Bible, scripture, theology, things that I felt were good and beneficial for my spirit, for my soul, that would honor the Lord, and that was it. That was it. I wasn't even listening to music. I didn't watch movies, nothing like that. I would read books, and I would create. I'd, I'd still record this podcast, um, and I didn't even do much of that because I'm recording this the day of that it's going to be released. So, you know, it was really sh- pretty strict for seven days straight. And so I, I can tell you this. I was focused. So on, on day one, I, and that was Sunday, I decided, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out. I got to go do some grocery shopping. I'm going to take care of that nice and early. And I'm just going to kind of get something settled out, get ready for Monday through Friday for my work week. And so what happened was I got into my car to go to uh, do the grocery shopping. And I didn't listen to music. I could have listened to podcasts, but decided to really just not listen to anything and just drive. And so as I was driving, I thought that it was nice, peaceful. I was just hearing things. I was more aware. It was definitely different because I'm either listening to a podcast or some music, mostly podcasts, but it was definitely different. And I was very motivated, obviously, because obviously I'm starting it. It's day one. So I was already looking at all the positive stuff as to what I was doing. Oh, this, I'm more self-aware. I don't need the music. Like I was already like, you know, jumping the gun and saying, yeah, this is amazing. You know, It was day one. But obviously, I think you do that because you realize that you're going to be going through a period of time where it gets a little tough. Now, that happened. Um, I was definitely tempted to watch some shows after the groceries and then the gym. And I was at home. But I started to just read, read the scriptures at, at night. That night when I was going to sleep, I typically watch a show with my kiddo. And we'll watch it and then until she knocks out, and then I'll knock out. And then this time around, we're not doing that. Uh, I'm reading a book. And so I started to reread The Pilgrim's Progress, which was a really good read the first time around. And this time around, I feel like I'm picking up on things that I, I guess, missed. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a read that you got to take slowly because it's spoken in the language in such a way that is definitely not in our time. So you need to allow your brain to rethink what they mean when they use specific phrases and words back in that time, which was, in my opinion, probably the 16th century. But uh, not my opinion, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, so I, I, I found that to be great, very encouraging, very inspiring reminding me what why I do this podcast, why I live the life I live. It's because Jesus Christ saved me, and I'm passionate about his word. I'm passionate about theology. I'm passionate about the truth, and I just I want to live a Christian life, a successful, real Christian life, and the Pilgrim's Progress just, oh, my God, it just helps you with that, right? Like, it, it just, I want to live the Pilgrim life, <laughs> essentially. So I did that. That's day one. Then Monday through Friday, it's work. So I'm working. Here's what I found out. Focus. My focus was through the roof. While I'm working, I'm, I'm a salesman. I work uh, in phone sales, and I am constantly calling people. And it's so and it's a tough job. You know, sometimes you got to get your mind right, and your mental state has to be on point. Because when you get on these phones and you get on the, these calls, I mean, the guys on the other end of this call, they're not always pleasant. 
They always, you know, they could say some things that are just, you know, out of pocket and really test your resolve to get the job done. And I'm pretty good at what I do, but I found myself lately just constantly when I'm going through the calls uh, and just kind of dealing with the rejection of it all that I would just kind of numb that by scrolling through Instagram while on the calls. And then one thing would catch me on Instagram, some political news piece, something that would drive me crazy, piss me off. Uh, make me want to share it on my stories. I had to obviously share my two cents and comment on it and share that on the story. And then all of a sudden, five minutes goes by and I'm not getting on the call again. And it was killing my productivity. But when I was not looking at my phone, because what the heck am I going to look at? My emails? I get that all on my computer and laptop. And I work in front of that. I toss my phone to my bed because there's literally nothing there that's intriguing for me to distract me. Nothing at all. And so I was focused. And I, 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 I mean, I've had these weeks before, but again, I've had one of my best weeks like I've had before where I've been productive, I've produced, I've generated, closed deals, I'm happy. I'm happy with the outcome. And that's because I was full on focus. There's nothing else to do. You might as well do that. And I started to rediscover my skill set as a salesperson. I'm pretty good at this. I'm good at this stuff. You know, and it just made me want to lean more into that. And even with my mental state, my mindset, I wasn't uh, seeing all the accounts that I follow that are conservative accounts that, you know, prove to me my biases and, you know, tell me that the World Economic Forum is going to take us over. And basically, uh, Klaus Schwab is the Antichrist. And then that gets me all riled up and concerned and angry. Like, I know those things are happening. I know this, this is what's really going down in our country, but I have no control over those things. And not seeing that was a benefit for me because it made me focus on what I am supposed to focus on, what God calls us to focus on, which is the work that's at hand, being a father, all of those things, that is important. That is where God has called us to be. And I was able to do that without any distraction, without any notification, nothing, nothing like that. Now, it was good. Now, one struggle I did face during this detox was sleep for some weird reason. I found that my mind was racing at night and I had trouble falling asleep. It was pretty bad. Uh, I the, the, it, Some nights were worse than others, but there was this one night in particular that it was really bad where I literally just lay down and my eyes were closed, but I was definitely 100% not asleep. My mind was racing. My heart was pounding. I heard every sound, every movement, everything that my kid did, everything. I couldn't sleep. It was so bad that I decided to get up at 3 in the morning and just get off the bed because what's the point? And I went to the gym. Went to the gym, came back, and then read my Bible, started to kind of read the the scriptures, and decided I'm going to take a shower. took a shower, obviously, because I came from the gym, had a protein shake. I thought, I'll take a nap now. Maybe that would help before I start work. And I laid down another hour and still couldn't sleep. I basically broke night. Not intentionally. It just happened. Now, I don't know if that's because I'm going through a quote-unquote detox where I was just so used to social media dopamine hits or whatever that my mind was just wondering what was happening out in the world. And I was thinking about anything and everything. I can't I can't list it all here. But that's just where it was for me. Now, I work inside, and, and let me just mind you, I was actually kind of sick this week. Like, I just had this weird in-between, like, cough, sort of pneumonia feel without the fevers and I just 
you know, I just barely could talk. I was like, taking cough drops and all that and taking these medicines that maybe all of that messed me up and the blue lights of the computer, not getting sunlight, being inside. Maybe that messed me up and that was what was really going on. But I realized that I just wasn't able to sleep. Now, I've been able to kind of recapture that, but I'm still kind of struggling with sleep. Like last night wasn't the greatest night. I slept a little bit, but it wasn't good either. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if that's really in regards to this whole social media TV detox. I have no idea. It might be. Drinking some water. But then another thing too, though, this led me to reevaluate my business and what I truly care about in life. And that is really the main thing, I, I, what I really got out of this, this time. Because during this detox, I realized how superficial social media can be and how it's not necessary to share every moment of my life. It, like, I don't need to tell you every second of my life. I don't need to prove to you that I'm an early bird, that I get up at 4.30 in the morning to 5.00 every morning and that I go to the gym and I get after it, right? Like I'm getting it. I'm on the grind. And now I got to share this. I got to take a picture of me in the gym and I got to put a tag of the time and just put it in the corner so you can see I'm about this life. Like I don't have to show that to you. It doesn't matter whether you see that or not. Now, I've seen the positive in that where people tell me, hey, because of that, I felt motivated to get up earlier, to get things done, to go after it and knock it out. And that's the blessing behind that, right? Like the blessing is that you are inspiring people to do something that they otherwise probably wouldn't want to do for themselves. But because they see you do it, they feel encouraged to and then they see the benefit out of it. That's good. That is good. But there was a part of me that was just sharing that to show you I'm different. And I can do it. And I do stuff that people don't want to do. And it got tiring. It got really tiring. Like, I don't need to share this with you. You don't need to know all of that. I don't need to figure out the algorithm of, of Instagram when I was away from it. Because it, it, it didn't matter. I had other pressing issues. And you know what else? You realize that the people that you... now. I'm going to caveat all this, right? There's a pro and con to all of this. Now, I'm, I'm obviously focusing on the cons right now, but I have pros to this. Please don't see me as demonizing social media. But one of the main things I started to realize is that the minute you deactivate all your social media accounts, the people that follow you and you follow are instantly with a snap of a finger gone. They disappear. It's as if they didn't exist. And in fact, it almost felt just like that. Because only one person reached out to me wondering if I deleted them off social media. And they were like, well, you know, did I do something? Like, why did you delete me? And obviously I had to explain, no, nope, this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just doing this kind of a, a fasting, so to speak, if you would say. And so we were cool after that. They understood. But that was with just one person. And then the rest I didn't hear from. And why, why, why should they? They have their own lives, right? And they have their own things they got to take care of. And I sure as heck didn't reach out to them and call them. Not that I have their phone numbers, but I didn't like make it an effort. Like I got to email this person, this person, this person, this person. So they, they know and not to get offended. I just decided to pull the trigger. And I realized like it's superficial. If, if Instagram, Facebook and everything were to collapse today, then we just lost all those connections. 
all those connections are gone. And then what? What do you do? How do you live? You just keep going. You keep going. You have no choice. And 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 that's just the way life is. But it also made me appreciate real life interactions way more. I was able to spend time with my daughter in such a way that I realized I'm missing out. Missing out just so that way I can see if someone liked my reel or liked my photo. Or trying to make this connection with someone online who lives a thousand miles away. And in reality, who knows if you'll ever actually meet them in person when the real connections that you have in life are right there and they are what God has called you to do to serve. You being a father or a mother, those children that you have, that is real life connection that you are called to pour into and actually serve. That is a real life connection. And we're over here talking about we're depressed and we, we want someone to hear us when those that are around us are being neglected just so that way we can have a presence in social media. I mean, it was just so profound to me that it made me realize just how much more real life interactions matter. That the people in your life that need you are right there under your nose and you can do a whole lot of good if you just stop worrying about what someone else from a different country thinks about your content on Instagram. It was so freeing for me to realize I don't have to tell you everything. I don't have to show you I'm going to the gym. I didn't have to create these contents that it was supposed to drive this business for me. And that's why I started to reevaluate my business. Real, I started to reevaluate everything. Like, what am I really into? Like, what really matters for me? Like, like for example, guys, this fitness business I tried doing. Because I saw it on the accounts that I followed, you know, that, that this resurgence of fitness is starting to surface. And I believe it's a good thing. And it is a good thing, especially for men, because we live in such a soft world and we don't have a lot of activities that require us to get out there and do something hard with our hands that it's a voluntary hardship that I think all men should do. And I think it helps you to maintain strength. But not only that, I mean, maintain like like this hardness about you, but it helps you to maintain strength and health and really is good for you on like on, on some real health tip. That is a really good idea. And why not? You should, right? Like, especially fathers, I, I say this with a passion, like, you should. Your kids need you. You have a calling to fulfill. Honor the Lord with your body. Cut it out. Anyway, all that it was good, and I thought, you know what? I got to get back in on this because I used to be a personal trainer, and I, you know, people are making a lucrative uh, income off of this. this. This could be my thing, and I decided to do that, and my intentions were truly honest to God good. But then I, when I cut it off, I realized that when I don't have social media, guess what I don't have? I don't have that business. You, you just don't. Not unless you decide to go into in-person personal training, and that, that's just not something I'm going to do anymore. And then I thought, do I really even care about that? Like, I love talking about it. I love inspiring other people to do it. But do I really want to develop the workout plans for you? You can find this all online. You can make it happen. I I never had a coach. I did it for a little bit with one person, but even then, that experience was just simply having a training partner that pushed me harder than I pushed myself. That was it. Nothing special. Everything that I did with fitness has truly been on my own and just utilizing the free resources that I have online. You can get it done. You can make it happen. You don't need me. 
Most people just need an accountability coach. That's what they really need, a coach that would just call them out and keep them on track and make sure that they have someone to report to. And sure, some expertise can really help guide you because you don't know what you don't know. And though you could find out, sometimes you don't have the time to find out. And so you hire someone who is specialized in helping you figure that out. And there's a lot to that, and I respect it. I even spent money on mentorship for it, and I learned a ton. But I'm starting to learn about myself here, and I realize, you know what? Maybe this is not what God has called me to do, at least now, and that's okay. That's okay. And what is fitness for me? It's my thing. That's my thing. I love fitness for me. I love it because it's my therapy session. It's my time alone. It's my getaway. It's good for me. It's my own hobby, my own side project for myself, how I want to see my body, how I want to be in the future for Milani, for my daughter, for for my any future child that I hope to have one day, right? For for one day when I when I get married, you know, that my wife be like, dang, what's up? Like, I want all that, right? This is for me. I don't have to turn that into a business, but I can inspire you to get into shape because I see what's happening in our culture. I see what's going on with the men, and I think you should all go to the gym right now and pick up some weights because you need it. It's helpful. And I will continue to talk about it, but do I need to start that? Do I have to actually coach you in that? Not necessarily. Just like I don't have to tell you I'm going to the gym in the morning. I don't have to create these marketing contents. What if I just wanted to use Instagram and and create content in the way that is easy and fun for me? And you know how that's easy and fun for me? Doing this podcast and posting it on my Instagram. And then posting some things about politics that I think is important that people should know and be aware of. And then and sharing the gospel and sharing scripture and talking about the Lord, talking theology. That's what I'm into. And that's what comes easy for me. And whether I get a lot of following or not, it doesn't matter. What was beautiful about this podcast was that I know that I can continue recording podcasts, do an audio show, and I and I get a few of you that listen. And I'm thankful for you guys. You know, it's not a huge audience, but it is, it is consistent. And you guys have tuned in. And I'm so grateful for you. You who are listening to this, thank you. I, I I'm no one special. But I hope and pray to the Lord that I, whatever I am saying is really helping you, motivating you, changing your perspective, giving you the perspective that that in the midst of this chaos, Christ is indeed there and that we can trust him and that he would lead us into the path that we need to go. It's been great. It's been great. Now, on the flip side, I also realize that social media is a tool given to us by God. And it is important to use it in a way that glorifies him. I'm not demonizing social media because I also realize on the flip side, then the things that I do want to use it for, the things that I do like it for, like the connections that I made with people that I actually like did podcasts with. Like I, I, I was invited to two different podcasts with, with, um, with my Instagram page and I was able to connect with these guys. And I, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. Had I not did this this podcast and posted content, I would not probably have made these connections. And I know it's the Lord doing these things, and that was good. And I hope that the podcast that, that I was invited uh, to do with them was beneficial to their listeners. And I hope to get them on this show eventually. 
And all that has was ha- was able to happen because of social media. It's a tool God has given to us to use. And so all this is doing is helping me to put all of this into perspective. It is just a tool. I don't need to, to, to do certain things. I don't need to care about the algorithm. I can show up my authentic self and be myself and share my my belief and 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 share the truth. And hopefully it reaches to someone else. And whatever God decides to do with it, so be it. I'm I'm good. I am good. Because I was doing the comparison game, guys. I was definitely trying. And I realized it was all vain for me what I was trying to do. But now I realize what I can do. Leaning into what my real strengths are, what my real skill set is. And knowing that that to God, it matters. It matters to the marketplace and it serves people. I can do this. So I've made a few shifts. I'm making a few shifts and and I'm excited about it. And I don't need to tell you about it. (laughs) And the shifts that I'm making, I don't need to say it. And then eventually you guys will know because I care about you and I don't know you. Uh, I don't, you know, but I feel like, you, you know, considering that you guys come back to the show, I feel like we have become connected. And so I will share with you what I'm doing in hopes that it will help. But I know that I don't have to. That's what I'm trying to say. But but social media is a tool that can be used to glorify the Lord and to serve people and to really just glorify God, share the gospel, share the share the thing that you're good at and, and help someone. Like do that. Use it. There's nothing wrong with social media. Go for it. I, I think there's the there's a lot of good that can be done and as long as you put it in its proper perspective then it's all good and that's what it what this time has helped me to do one thing uh one passage of scripture because you know i gotta i gotta dive into the word of god a bible verse that resonated with me during this detox this fasting is first thessalonians first thessalonians 4 11 make it your ambition to lead a quiet life when you think about ambition, it's like this is your focus. This is your desire. This is your all out what you're working towards, right? A lot of people have selfish ambition. But this right here is the one ambition that the, the scriptures are saying that we should strive for and is to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business and to work with your hands just as we told you. And that's what I saw myself doing. When I was away from social media, I was doing the job that God gave me. It isn't sexy. It isn't fancy. It doesn't scream attention grabbing, celebrity making, or anything like that. But it is work that I am good at. And it is work that provides for my daughter, for my family. It is work that allows me to take what I got and reinvest and to do better and to grow something. It is a skill set that I got from work that allows me to start other type of businesses that lean into that skill set a lot more in that talent that can do some good. And again, it isn't sexy. It isn't bright. It isn't because I'm a podcaster and that's how I'm making my money. I don't make nothing from this podcast. It's just, it's quiet. It's quiet, and it has. there's no selfish ambition involved with it. I used to be so concerned with mediocrity in life. I really, I really had that. I wanted to be known. I wanted to do something great, and, and then I would say it was for God, but ultimately when it was you know, me by myself, it's because I needed the validation. I grew up without a father. I believe that it has a lot to do with it, and I think that I, I, in some fashion, 
there's still something in me that seeks for that. But during this time, my mind and my perspective, my vision change. It's no longer about me. And I, and I always felt that way, but I really feel this way now. I am working towards a vision that it is about glorifying God, but ultimately it's about taking care of the things that he's given me. And mainly, that is my daughter. And that is what's happening in this culture and in this country. How do I prepare her for what's to come? And how do I serve and be faithful with the little that I have, even if no one ever, ever finds out about that? How do I do that? Because when social media was gone from me, I realized no one's going to care about it. Everyone is, is going to be concerned with what God has called them to do, and you should be, and that's okay. Because the people that he's placed in my life, I'm called to serve just as they are called to serve me, and we are called to serve each other as the church is called to do. And so First Thess- Thessalonians, I don't know why I can't say that word, 411 is ringing so heavily true for me. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your hands just as we told you. And that is what I desire to do. So going forward, I intend to use social media and TV in moderation and for God's glory. I plan to be more intentional about the content I consume and share and to use it as a tool for spreading the gospel, for spreading encouragement, for spreading work ethic, for spreading inspiration for getting physically in shape for showing showing you how i just do my dad thing right just by taking a picture here and there i think it's a good tool these are beautiful things there are accounts that i follow that are a blessing and there are accounts that i follow that i'm going to delete because all they are is negative or just it just doesn't matter right it doesn't matter so i leave this with you you don't have to you don't have to do what I did, but as Christians, you know that at times we can get so lost in the thing that we are doing that it's best that we walk away from it for a period of time for prayer and fasting and for just just focus because of the good that can it can do for you and the realignment that God can do through that. And I hope that for everyone. Again, this is not to demonize social media. I'm back on there. Check me out. Write me a message. I'm back. I'm on it. But I, I I, just feel free to know how I can do it in the way that I enjoyed doing it before I got lost with starting this thing or that thing and algorithm this and everything like that. Like all that really succumbed, you know, suffocated me. And I hope that you can see that wherever God has you right now in your world, it is on purpose. He is sovereign. Honor him in it. Honor him in it. Serve him, serve your family, be faithful with what you have. If you have a skill set and a talent to start a business and it is something that is good, then obviously go for that and just be faithful to that and share it with us online. Absolutely. But don't get caught up with the comparison game, the numbers, the follows, the sort of content, how your grid looks on the profile. Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. Anyway, I hope this helps you. I hope that this is something that maybe intrigues you, and I hope it serves you well. And in the meantime, I just want to say, hey, thank you for you know checking back with me, and I just want to encourage you to honor Christ, lift heavy weights, act like men, and resist tyranny. Peace. If you found value, then please subscribe and leave an honest rating and review. And remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.